Yep, recording. Do you know, over the last few weeks, I've noticed that you've got your own soundtrack to everything that you do now. You just make a little theme tune for every time you move anywhere. You just start singing a new theme tune. <laughs> Talking of theme tunes, here's the actual theme tune. Welcome back, guys. I'm Paul, and this is, of course, That Tattoo Show. I am your presenter, and as ever, I'm joined by my co-host, Welshman, and real-life rug rat, Chris. Shumai. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to That Tattoo Show. Yeah, we think we've got a bit of a show this week because we've been chatting for about the last 10 minutes and we haven't agreed yet, so we just thought, you know what, we better hit record and we'll just see where this goes. It's basically ding, ding, round one, we'll see who wins. <laughs> uh, so I think uh, we're going to do uh, a slightly different format this week, uh, only because the we think that the news that we have to talk about will probably spill into the chat. Uh, so what we're going to do first is I'm going to read some of your comments. Reading your comments. A couple of good ones this week, right? Important tattoo gear that you never think about. From Lee Malone. I also use the squirrel example to highlight how my possibly ADHD brain works. <laughs> yeah. On the Are You Ready to Become a Professional Tattooist, Lindrix said, Marketing seminar, thumbs up emoji. Now, I've got a bit of news there because after last week's episode, the Isle of Wight Tattoo Convention did oh, actually yeah. reach out to us. So uh, I think it's uh, Philip at the Isle of Wight uh, yeah, Tattoo Convention. Bored All right, mate. Uh, sorry we haven't emailed you. We will be emailing this week. By the time you're watching this, I'll have already emailed you. Uh, hopefully, we will be able to figure something out with them and put something together because I'm really excited about the possibility that I'm going to have to do some PowerPoint presentation stuff. I haven't used PowerPoint for years. It could be a good laugh. So look out for that. We might be doing that. Uh, and once again, to reiterate what I said last week, if... You are a tattoo convention and you fancy having us there to do a marketing seminar or a Q&A or something like that. Give us a shout, thattattooshow at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, and that's us. Ahmad says on one of the videos, but I can't, I can't tell which one it was. Uh, it's probably last week's, the apprenticeship one. I'm homeschooling myself. Thanks for not forcing apprenticeship so much and giving real advice for guys like me. Appreciate you guys. Best tat talk duo on the web. Yes, we are. Which we try. <laughs> I'm going to be modest. I'm going to say we try. We appreciate all the kind words. Chris Sajik said, so you guys stand with Ukraine? Question mark. I'm, I'm currently standing in Bregenz. Uh, if so, I'm not sure if I can consider y'all true tinfoil hat wearers. The system is designed to fail. They want you broke, sick, jabbed up and dependent on what they provide you. Great advice in this video as per usual every Sunday. <laughs> yeah, thank you, mate. Uh, can I just be clear, because I've got a bit of news at the end of the show about the... Because this is episode 99, so next week is going to be episode 100. Whoa! So we are going to do uh, a special episode for 100, uh, which may or may not involve some tinfoil hat stuff. But, as you all know... Um, <laughs> My uh, interfacing with the tinfoil hat people has, has been a little rocky. So I want to make it really clear to you, right? Uh, we're not actually conspiracy theorists. We just think conspiracy theories can sometimes be quite funny and entertaining. And we look at them for entertainment purposes. We are not presenting 
a new world order, black helicopters view of the world. That's not who we are. Yes, I do stand with Ukraine. Yes, it is a war. Yes, Vladimir Putin is a maniac. Uh, maybe I'm not a tinfoil hat wearer, but that is just the truth. You, you know, it's it's not like they're making it up on the news. <laughs> It's like true. Can you imagine if you was making up a war, an entire war? I mean, it would be easier to just have a war. Like, I mean, come on. Did you see about the other day? So, like the other day, uh, it came up on on Instagram on like some Welsh news thing that uh, Russian propaganda news was saying that <laughs> everything is so bad in the UK that people in Cardiff are having to like cook food on radiators and shit. Like, I heard that we were eating our pets. We're not. You know, when we present these conspiracy theories, we are doing them for entertainment. We're having a bit of fun. Uh, we don't take them too seriously. To be, I have I, got, hang on just a sec, mate. I have got a number of thoughts about why conspiracy theories have risen so much in the last few years. Uh, I also have a number of thoughts about governments around the world and new world orders. Uh, but I don't think the, the tattoo show is... Uh, the right place to put them. If you want to have a conversation with me, email me at that tattoo show at gmail.com and we'll have a private conversation. I don't really want to force my worldview down people's throats, right? Uh, and I don't think anybody else should, to be honest with you. I think it's a bit dangerous if you don't really, really know what you're talking about. And I, I'm talking about myself there. It's like I don't do nearly enough research into a lot of this stuff to have anything other than a surface view of it. Our tinfoil hat section is for entertainment we, uh, we purposes do it for the only. hats. We only do it for the hats. We just like wearing the tinfoil hats. Yeah. Right, so it's going to take me a second, this one. Elaine Grosinger, tattoo stuff. Now, Elaine always does those massive comments that, you know, you have to oh. like, put the kettle on before I read it. Hello, Elaine. Morning. And she's in Canada, Morning. probably making coffee at the moment. Oh, probably I'm making far better coffee than what I'm drinking. I'm glad I'm glad <laughs> you mentioned this because I'm going to, I read it. I was just like, are you gonna? Don't be mean to her now, Chris. No, I'm gonna take the piss because if you put it in writing, it doesn't work. But if you say it like you know, verbally, you know I'm only fucking messing about. Oh, right, okay, all right. Then. So she says, uh, "Morning, nice day for tattooing, isn't it? Ha ha. Got an, uh, an apprenticeship for three months, and after my tat my first tattoo, he sent me away to work uh, by myself, saying you're damn good, keep at it. Oh, that's the wrong comment. Towards the end of a comment. She says, I got to thinking when you talked about the government wanting to make um, illegal, even having tattoo equipment at home. Why is tattoo equipment sold on Amazon Wish and the likes? This should be made non-available in countries that regulate tattooing. I'm going to come to that in the chat in a bit because yeah. I've got some no, stuff to we, say about that. I, I agree with you. Um, I feel you on the weather. French Canadian here. And God, these months are hard. Dennis. Almost no Stop. sunlight. Stop. You're just Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to, oh my God, Elaine, shots fired. <laughs> I, I'm only joking. But the ironic thing is, right, the ironic thing is, right, we we had, uh, I was like, obviously I got family out in Canada. My brother's married, his, his uh, mother-in-law, she's French-Canadian. And I always say, when I speak to my and she's mentioned, I said, you're, you're the only people who class French-Canadians as French-Canadians are the French-Canadians. So everyone else, you're just Canadian. And uh, I had, I know we had I'm not getting involved. We had, I'm not we had, getting involved. We had a French client in the shop the other day. I was like, oh yeah, I, I told her the story about like no, the 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 mother-in-law being French Canadian, and she actually turned and said, so she's just Canadian. I mean, I mean, our viewing figures have just have just dropped off, just dropped off a cliff in in uh, French Canada. In French you Canadian, know. you can be French Canadian. You can be French Canadian if you want. For me, yeah. I, I don't mind. No, I'm only. Uh, fucking she goes about. on to say, almost no sunlight, minus twenty degrees Celsius. 
Celsius. Celsius as well. That is minus 20 oh, degrees Celsius. <laughs> Mountains of snow. Uh, I would take Silent Hill fog over a four foot yeah. high snow, but that's because I love fog and hate snow. I hate snow as well. It's absolutely oh, I don't rubbish. Know. I mean, it depends. Like if, if it's like lots of snow and you're, you've got, you can snowboard and, and, and sled, then fair enough. Like, but snow's crap, but fog's romantic. I don't know about you. I, I think fog's like, it's got, it makes the world yeah. look a little bit romantic. Like it's been um, put through, through some sort of uh, goth romance filter. I quite like the look of the fog. Uh, and then she goes on to say, love the show as always. I'll go and subscribe on Instagram. Don't forget, next month, by the time you watch this, this might be February, we'll be giving away, we'll start doing giveaways. We're starting with uh, a Flux Max, FKI's Flux Max. And yes. that, what's it called? A Kill, Kill Switch? Switch Foot Switch. So that'll be on the Instagram. Uh, Instagram's there. Go and follow us on Instagram, you know, so that we can become, you know, Instagram influencers. So, and then last of the comments for this week is uh, Jay Gagnon says, please read this, Tattooing Saved My Life. Uh, this is on um, this is on last week's episode. Uh, it's a really long comment, but it's a beautiful story. Uh, yeah. He's an ex-addict, got, got into tattooing, uh, got, off, got off the gear that he was taking. He's massive into tattooing. Uh, right at the end of the comment, he says, uh, but to answer your question... He said, yes, I am ready to become a full-fledged tattoo artist and become one of the best, and I won't settle for anything less than that. Thank you so much for reading this. If you do, we have. Don't worry, we have both read yeah. the full comment. Uh, he's worked really hard to get off, off the gear, get himself out of a terrible situation in life, and tattooing saved his life. I think we could probably all agree with that sentiment that in some way tattooing has saved all of our lives in in small ways, you know, and for him, it's a very direct thing. I think it's absolutely brilliant. Go and read the comment. It's on the... It's, it's on the, the uh, YouTube, you know, it's on the it's on the YouTube, that, you know, uh, and that's it for uh, that's it for this week's comments. It's time for the news. Chris, yes, what's in the news, mate? Ah, well, funny you should ask, Paul. First up in the news is I now have super mega broadband. <laughs> oh yeah, he has got super mega broadband. I didn't even know you could get broadband that fast in Wales. I was really impressed. I know. Yeah, so. Yeah, I, I was fucking impressed. I was like flicking through. But yeah, that's a, a joke to say. So the first bit of news I've got is Adam Everett after a five-year wait because he had a non-compete uh, clause in the sale of Fusion or his sale of his part of Fusion Inc. That non-compete clause is now over and he's bringing out a new range of inks uh, called Sacred Ink Tattoo Ink. Now, if you liked Fusion Ink, you're probably going to like this because... Can I just stop you there, Chris? Didn't Adam Everett work for Eternal before he worked for Fusion he as well? He was involved with Eternal at some point in the past. So he was know, in this Eternal. is a guy, if you don't know, he's got a pretty good track record. He's worked with Eternal. I'm sure he, he was like one of the co-creators of Eternal. Yeah, he co-creators. Created, or co-created Fusion. And now he's brought out Sacred Ink. Now, one thing I have noticed over the past couple of years, and uh, since he stopped being involved in the company, is a lot of people online are complaining that the current standard of colour matching in the current range of Fusion is not as good. People are putting pictures up where the colours just look completely different. So hopefully the Sacred Ink is going to be basically what you know and love 
and the colours are going to be all the same. They're going to be consistent like they were when it was Fusion. So yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how that plays out because that was what no, Fusion Inc. You was like, a brand. Did you, like, did you get on with Fusion? I used to use Fusion like a lot. So like, yeah. A lot I, of my friends loved Fusion Inc. I still do love Fusion Inc. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I always I, preferred Eternal Inc. personally. That's always been so, my favourite of the Inks. You know, I, for me, either I, way, he made it though. <laughs> yeah, so so I think like for me, what I noticed with Eternal, it's like like I like Raw, I like Eternal, I like Fusion, I like they like the three inks I like, but I I always find that Eternal ink would dry out quite a lot and relatively quickly in the bottles and in the ink caps and things yeah, like yeah. that. Fusion ink, not so much. Do you know what I mean? Like Fusion ink never had that issue. Yes, I think over time it did dry up a little bit, no, but nowhere near as bad as Eternal. Um, but you can just use that keep it wet to stuff. And I think it's the acrylic that is in the inks that causes that to happen. So that's where I went down the route of the the non-acrylic with the raw that doesn't have the acrylic in there. And I noticed like it doesn't yeah. dry out at all. Now I know that the sacred inks coming out, I'm hopefully I'll be able to find the colours that they've got when I can match them to the titles that I did pre-COVID where I was using fusion and stuff like that, Alex. So, yeah, I'm quite, I'm quite looking forward to it. The only thing I've noticed about that, I, I mean, this might be slightly controversial, I think the stuff with the acrylic in it goes in a bit easier than the stuff without. I think the binder just makes the, it just makes the ink run better. Yeah. Personally, I find it easy, I find the acrylic stuff easier to work with, you know. Yeah, it swings and roundabouts, I mean, isn't it? The other stuff's great, you know what I mean? And, it, and it's good, but there's a slightly different technique for getting it in. It's like, it, with the, the acrylic just seems to, I don't know, it just seems, to, or it might just be that that's just, you know, what I'm used to using and I need to spend a bit more time adjusting, you so, know, yeah, so old dog and the new tricks and all that business. Exactly. You know? so, but you're going back to the old shit now. So, um, I'm just going to pick up my iPad a second to read this out. So I saw something the other day and this is a second bit of news and it says, we need help from all over the world. Please make a petition for Korean tattooists. Now in Korea, apparently, uh, tattooing is a medical practice and so many tattooists are now on trial. The Supreme Court announced that it would rule soon. Uh, depending on the outcome of this trial, many tattooists will go to jail or become criminals. Now, there's a website which is justicefortattooindustry.kr. Go and check it out. Give them your support. But I think that's uh, that, along with everything else that's been happening in tattooing over the past couple of years, that, that got my tinfoil fucking hat tingling in the cupboard and it was like, is the Matrix coming for tattooing? Like, do find we... out next week. <laughs> yeah, find out. <laughs> so there's that. And um, oh, the last one is, because obviously we get asked all the time, Paul gets emails, I get messages. We're not part of the FKI and service team in Europe. But, <laughs> but the good news, the good news is if you are a FKI user and you want to get your machine repaired, now I know there is a bit of a wait where you have to send it off to America and so on. Thankfully, you will now be able to get your products repaired in Europe. I believe Killer Inc. now have a European uh, FKI service center. So there's like nice. less stress. Obviously, it'll be a little bit of a wait because it takes time to repair things. But it's just cool that Killer Inc. have got that. So, yeah, happy days. One more. The guys at Save, Save the Pigments have been back to the European uh, Parliament and they are trying to get the, what well, I believe, they're trying to get the extension on the ban extended again. Um, and yeah. hopefully, like they, I think they're just fighting because the way things are going, there is very little evidence that proves that tattooing is actually unsafe 
And I think we are going to start going down that route then of hopefully trying to reverse it or, you know, get the the restrictions not as strict as what they are. Yeah. And the other side of it as well, I think what they've petitioned to or what they've mentioned in the past is, um, if I am correct in remembering this, it is the idea that even though you've got the reach regulations that are set across Europe as a standard, each individual member state is being allowed to to kind of like manage them themselves. So there's no uniformity like France, Spain, uh, Netherlands and all they can just do you know, they can just make little changes and and put little extra things on there that deviate essentially from the reach regulations. So yeah, it, it's fucking nuts to be honest what's happening like as you would expect from a failed socialist experiment controlled by the World Economic Forum. That's one for you Tim Foyle at us. Just before we go into this week's chat, but I need to make a correction. Ooh. Uh, so I said something on last week's show and I disagree with myself. So we were talking about tattoo apprenticeships. And uh, during that conversation, I said, you can't change the world. You have to blend in with it. And every time this went past on the edit, it annoyed the shit out of me, right? Um, because I don't agree with that statement. I don't agree with the past version of me. Uh, what I've come to realise is I do think you can change the world. Now, if you're trying to get into this industry, you can't. And that's kind of what I was talking about last week. But as the co-owner of, um, you know, a, a reasonably popular tattoo podcast and also the writer of a monthly column in a national magazine and a tattooist of note, I think I am in a position to change the world if I want to. So here's the thing. Uh, I don't want to get into the specifics of how this line of thought came about uh, because it's not really important, to be honest with you. But I have a, a belief that a bit like our governments around the world that are top-down systems that are fundamentally flawed, I think that there are elements of our industry that are exactly the same and are fundamentally flawed and at this point are not changeable. Mm. So what... But having interfaced and worked with a lot of companies via that tattoo show over the last couple of years, I know from talking to people there are a lot of there are a lot of people out there that feel the same way as me, that there is a more humanistic version of the tattoo industry, an industry that feeds itself and pays into itself and waters the tree that is tattooing instead of just taking fruit off the branches all the time. And that there is an alternative to the way we do things. And uh, uh, maybe that's not as greedy, that's not as pure capitalism, uh, profit-based, and that it could be something that we could build where we represent ourselves to governments so that things like the ink ban would be much more difficult to for the governments to just roll over us, uh, that we feed back into education. Can, because I, can I just stop I really for a second? That, but no, like, yeah. I, I like the idea of that, right? But I feel like the only problem that you've got, and I, I actually commented on a post, because something's happening in America, and I should probably should have mentioned that in the news, um, where they're going through a similar thing now with like a new bill for restrictions on tattoo inks, right? The problem that we've got as an industry, right, is that there are only a handful of people that have the thought that you have, right? And there's only a handful of people that are aware of the situation but the mass, the vast majority of the tattoo industry have this 
I'm going to keep my head in the sand. Someone else is going to fucking sort it out. They completely ignore what happens. And then, and until, until it happens. I honestly think that it's it's not like that at all. It's, it's exactly the same as the rise of the conspiracy theory. Um, I think people look at the behaviour of people like the World Economic Forum and the governments around the world and late-stage capitalism, and they just feel helpless. And I think a lot of tattooists just feel helpless, like nothing ever really changes. Same old shit, different day. You know, nothing ever changes but the shoes and all that sort of stuff. But I know from talking to companies over the last couple of years that, there, that it might only be a small amount of people, but it, it doesn't have to be a big amount of people to start with. It just has to be some like-minded individuals that yeah. are prepared to... Instead of building a new version of the old system, building a brand new alternative to the current tattoo industry and try and build that as, and see then, what happens then is the people that are like, oh, well, I, you know, I'll sort, somebody will sort it out for me. If they're presented with an alternative and they go that route, then the old industry will quite naturally wither and die if it doesn't respond. Or and let's be honest, having watched what the industry's done with the ink ban over the last couple of years, I think it's very unlikely that it can respond to anything. And I genuinely believe, and I don't want this to go on for too long, I genuinely believe that it is a time for the kind of change that we had in the 80s when we went to wearing gloves and using single needles for each client. That was the old industry to what we call the new industry. And this needs to be the new industry to the 21st century version of the tattoo industry. So all I'm going to say in closing, if any of that has resonated with you and landed and you are a company working in tattooing and you are hearing what I'm saying, don't email the tattoo show. Email me direct, paul at paultlbt.com and we will have a, a you know a offline conversation and some meetings and see if we can get something moving because i would really really like to start something so that when i finally throw my tattoo machines into a volcano and and walk away that i can honestly say that i've affected real generational change to this industry that has made this industry considerably better. This is not about profit. This is not about becoming some kind of multi-millionaire bigwig. This is about making a humanist, self-sustaining ver version of the tattoo industry that can look after itself and look after the people in it. Email me. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> What are we talking about this week then? Okay, so this week's topic of the week, obviously, is about the licensing changes that are happening in Wales. I suppose you've seen it all over the news and I've seen it in loads of pages online on, on different forums and everyone's like, what? Wales you know, doesn't... No, they haven't. They haven't seen it in the news. They've heard you banging on they, about yeah, it. Yeah, well, I have been banging on about years. it for fucking two Every years. Every episode yeah. you've managed to squeeze the new licensing system Yeah, into I know. But, but what I'm hoping is that now, when you've finally finished and talked about it, we don't have to have it in the show every single week for the next two years. So yeah, there is now going to be a brand new mandatory licensing of special procedures in Wales. Now, special procedures is an umbrella term for things like tattooing, ear piercing, uh, acupuncture and all that bollocks like 
So the overview, and this is a consultation they put out, the overview, the consultation overview seeks views on the principles for establishing a mandatory license scheme for special procedures in Wales, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And we get the opportunity now to have a bit of feedback, but in a nutshell, what they're going to be doing is putting through a lot of changes. Now, I've given this to Paul, and I wanted to see what he thought of some of the changes that they're making. To be honest with you, uh, like I said to you before we hit record, uh, if you're already doing the job properly, none of this will make any difference to you yeah. at all. Because they're not asking for you to do anything more than what you should already be doing. They're just asking you to tell them your procedures and uh, demonstrate that you know and understand and can apply uh, correct uh, blood-borne pathogens control yeah. and that you uh, understand infection prevention and control, which you should anyway. Exactly. You know, in, in the whole document, I mean, it's, it's a fucking long document. I mean, it took me all morning to read it. 98, like 98 pages or something like that. 98 pages. All that they're asking for in all of this is what you're already supposed to be doing, but you just have to write it down yeah. and tell them how you do it. And you have to do a course. So... If you probably, if you want to know, or if you don't know and you want to know why we are in this situation in Wales, uh, basically what happened is a piercing studio in Newport uh, didn't have a fucking clue how to do infection control. These infections were so bad that they included uh, antibiotic resistant um, infections and some of these clients have had to have reconstructive surgery. These infections were yeah. so bad. It's like basically like next door to Ebola, yeah. right, is what these people were getting from having a piercing done, which is pretty yeah. bad. So, and, and, and what else was happening was I think uh, there was another studio, I don't know if it was the same one or if it was in a similar area, that caused somebody to have HIV because uh, of their dirty practices. I think another studio then was found that they were making a grey wash system using tap water and that was causing people to have infections as well. Now, this cost the NHS, right? They say in one of the papers, it cost the NHS or one of the incidents cost the NHS £240,000. Um, but from what I was told in the past, I think it's more like overall a couple of instances that happened in one town or one city in in south wales cost the nhs between 240 and 500,000 pounds and that triggered off a chain of events which has led to this this conversation has led to the new regulations coming in place because what the government found out and what i've been banging on about for ages is that the tattoo industry lacks a base level of knowledge about infection and control and we've been left to just crack on and do whatever the fuck we want. And now they've had to come in because we've cost the NHS a lot of money. They've had to spend a lot of money now setting up a new system. But what that means is that we will have, everybody in Wales will have a base level of infection prevention control knowledge. You will need to have a license even if you don't live in Wales. So if you are tattooing or doing any of those stuff in Wales, you have to do the licensing. There are three types of special procedure licenses that they propose will be available depending on the circumstances. Now, the first one is a three-year special procedure license. So this will allow the named individual to practice a specific special procedure as confirmed on the license. So the second one then, the special procedure license limited to no more than seven days. Now, this is going to be for tattoo conventions and guest spots. So this license, is again, it would be issued on a temporary basis for time-limited events, guest spots, conventions, etc., where an organisation 
fitness and may wish to have practitioners carrying out special procedures during the event. You can get a seven-day license and you can only use it in that building. So if you are, say, for example, going on a Welsh tour and you're going to different studios around Wales from outside of the UK, uh, you will have to get, like, every seven days a different license for a different studio. I think that's a problem. I've got to be honest. Like, from a, a, from a commercial point of view, that I, I think it unfair, unfairly... Uh, hinders, hinders not really the right, right word, but that, that'll have to do because I can't think of a better one. But I think if you're a Welsh tattoo convention, yeah. I think it, it's it's an unfair thing if you've got 450 artists coming into the building to have to do a seven-day licence for each one of them. They have to get the licence themselves. Right, so how many of them are just not going to bother and go to an English convention instead? And I think that's an unfair competition then for Welsh conventions. I, I do think that's a bit harsh. I, I understand that completely. The reason why that is the case is because they need to make sure that everyone is registered and if there is any because we're going to have a register of tattooists so say for example if you have a tattoo convention and there's 400 artists right but none of them are registered but then somebody does a tattoo and and fuck somebody up there's no record of that person whereas with the new licensing there will be a record of that person and if they're doing what they should be doing right, they should be able to come and, and pull up all their paperwork and so on. I predict nobody working Welsh tattoo conventions in the future. Just won't bother. Just won't bother. They just won't be asked for doing the paperwork. So Welsh tattoo conventions will suffer and Welsh tattoo shops that have got to get these licences will will struggle to get guest artists to go there because, yeah. let's be honest, it's already an ask, right? Do you want to come and do a guest spot? And it's like... Oh, I'll just go to London. No, I... You know, and then, oh, all right, then go on, then I'll, I'll come to Newport. Oh, you got to do a special licence. Oh, like, forget it. Do you know what? I won't bother. I understand that. You know, that ought to be uh, something that was expedited in a, in a completely different way. I think that, I, I think, I do think that's too far um, because I, I think it will, it will adversely affect uh, tattoo conventions and guest spots in Wales. Well, but uh, you know in what? A, in a country that's already suffering economically, um, well, we, to be fair, be people going outside. We're only suffering economically because of uh, Westminster. You know, to be fair, to be fair, I'm not denying <laughs> that, Chris. But like, you know, Wales is a country. Let's be honest; it's only as big as most counties. Why can't it be across Wales? Why can't I have one license to work in Wales and Wales be like, look, if you get, you know, um, if you get the license, it covers you to work anywhere in Wales for seven days. Because they need to know what shops you're going to be in. Why do they need to know what shops I'm going to be in? This entire licensing system is in place for public protection. It's for the protection of the public. If I get a license to work in Wales for a week, why can't each tattoo shop take a photocopy of my license for the time because I'm there? Because you're not and registering with the tattoo shops. Because you're not registering with the tattoo shops. Because you're not registering. No, I'm registering with the Welsh government, so the Welsh government will know where yeah, I am. Yeah, and the way you do that is by registering that you are working in this shop on this date, this shop on this date. I don't see why it needs to be tied to a shop. I can just register my need to work in Wales for the next seven days and then they, every, everywhere I go, they just take a copy of the fucking paper. I understand that. You you were logged at work, like, like you were logged at working in that shop. It's even going to be things like, like I know for a fact, right, there are tattoo shops out there right now that have way too many artists in a room and, and there's not enough room for it to be safe in regards to cross-contamination and so on. Yeah. Now, with the Welsh licensing, I'm... I'm not sure if it's in this. I th it probably is, but I remember them telling me it's a case of you have to let them know how many people are going to be working in your studio on, on, at each time. Yeah. So if you're telling the Welsh government that, like, say for me, I've got enough room for two artists in my studio, in my in just in my room on my own. Yeah. Same goes for Nipper. Same goes for Reese. We've got enough room in our shop for three artists, three more artists. 
But let's just say we're like, fuck that. I reckon I could get, I could probably, like, out of push, get three people in this room. But is it going to be safe? N- not really. It ain't going to be safe according to the guidance. So it's, they're putting it in there. So you have to let them know how many people you're going to have. And it's all, again, all there for public protection. But anyway, we move on to the third license, right? On, the third license is a three-year trainee special procedure license. This will allow trainees and apprentices to be licensed under strict conditions to enable them to perform special procedures on other people under supervision until such a time as they qualify or can be certified as able to perform the procedure unsupervised. I think it's fucking great. Can I just ask you a question, though? How on earth are you supposed to do an infection prevention and control course if you haven't started training yet? But you, you could, anyone could fucking do it. How are you supposed to know the information? What is, are the Welsh government going to make these courses available? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you can learn infection prevention and control prior to, prior to fucking taking the test. I don't see how you pass the test if you haven't started training. You're looking at training from a tactical perspective, right? They're teaching you the correct way for infection prevention and control. How do they know the correct way? What made them experts? They're medical professionals. It's the, Ro- be. the Royal Society of Public Health is the one that have put the course together. The people that have been working on this course with the Welsh Government are, you know, surgeons, doctors. So it, it's it, it's not like, you know, Dave down the road has decided to do this. It's a legit course. I, I like the idea that somebody that is going to be an apprentice has to go through that. Because, like, if somebody comes into me, I'll be like, right, well, what? Say, if somebody wants to come to me and goes, I want to be an apprentice, that's where I'll be like, Go and do this course. I would have preferred a tattoo industry that could have took all of this out of the hands of the tattooists, put a steering committee together, yeah, and um, and interfaced with the Welsh government, uh, consulted with them, explained all of the situations, done all the consultations and the meetings. These kind of things come about, and governments get involved, and weird laws get put in place because because the industry doesn't. It doesn't police itself. We're self-regulating, so we don't regulate ourselves at all. You know, for instance, the thing that the first thing that I said to you is like, you've got all of this, right? But I can still living in Wales. I can still go onto Amazon, buy a full yeah. tattoo kit, and it won't ask me for any proof because the government have only got control of this department. Yes. Now, this is the government. They should be talking to trading standards and going, you need to speak to Amazon and you need, before you sell somebody a, a tattoo kit, this is what you was, you were saying, you know, one of the commenters was saying earlier, before you sell a kit that can get people fined, because I think it's perfectly possible that a 15-year-old kid goes, I like that tattooing. I've just watched some Miami Inks. I'm going to have a crack at home, buys yeah. it, and then... Can't get into a tattoo studio, starts tattooing his mates, ends up with a massive fine and goes, but I bought it on Amazon. They didn't say But th- this is the thing, though. This is what governments do. And the industry should be doing this for itself. Yeah, so, so uh, like, what... And if it's not, it's not fucking good enough. What I think is... And, and, and this will only happen, right, if the licensing system is changed and it goes through. Every tattooist in, in Wales will be on a register... They will have a license. You should have a license number. So then, if they worked with trading standards and the trading standards turned around to fucking Amazon and so on and was like, right, this what this is what has to happen. If somebody buys tattoo equipment before you sell it to them, they have to input their license number. If their license number is not, if they don't have a license number or the license number doesn't match or is invalid and so on, you can't sell it to them. And that shouldn't just be for Amazon. That should be for every single company that sells tattoo equipment. Oh yeah, it should be for every country. But what I'm saying is if they're going to restrict it to that point in Wales, then they should put that in place. You can't, you can't do half the job, which is what governments, a lot of governments do. Realistically, this is a government re- reacting to 
it's cost us half a million quid because of because of this. So let's fix this. But they don't yeah. fix the whole problem. Now, as an industry, if we had a proper industry, the alternative industry, we would that would be fixed at source before that even became yeah. a thing. Like, right? like, and and then that you wouldn't have government stepping in, randomly banning inks, um, changing the way things work. Because I do think Welsh tattoo conventions are are basically fucked. Right, because nobody's going to bother doing all the paperwork. They go, oh, do you know what, mate? I can't be bothered. This is at a time when conventions are struggling to get people to go to them anyway, because everybody's like, it's tough times, right? Yeah. And I think tattoo studios in Wales are going to be uh, are going to struggle to get guest artists. Uh, yeah, to but go. do you know what? I like, you know, like, because like for me, if I if I do this, I've got to do a fucking load of paperwork to come to your shop, and then if I want to go up to Chris Jones's up the road, I've got to do a load more fucking paperwork to go to his. Yeah, he's fucking. They're, they're like twenty minutes apart. Yeah, like literally, I, it's a bus ride away. Like that's daft. That is absolutely daft. I mean, Wales. In case you're not in the UK, Wales is not a big country. It's a beautiful country, yeah. but it's not a big country. I honestly think. One bit of paperwork should cover the country and they should put a system in place that just tracks where I'm going to be. That's, that is fucking But crazy. there is a system in place that tracks where you're going to be. And that system is you register every place you're going to go to. That's just a crap system. That ain't a system. A system that's unworkable with so much paperwork and so much bureaucracy can only be devised by something like a government. As an industry, we literally only have ourselves to blame. So let's do something about it. Give me a call. Let's move on because this shit is long. Um, we're trying to try and condense. I'm, I'm just going to go through some of the important bits. Like, like the next bit is um, just give us the headlines, Chris. Yeah, it's longer than all of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. This is. I know, I know, I know. So uh, it's going to be a nine-month transition period, and they want to know: Do we agree that a nine-month is a sufficient transition period? All applicants should meet a certain criteria. Let us know what you think of this one. The applicant is 18 years of age or over. They have passed a regulated. Level two infection prevention and control qualification for special procedures has completed an infection prevention and control questionnaire has a satisfactory level of competence appropriate to perform the special procedure has treatment slash special procedure indemnity insurance and also makes a declaration of relevant offences. They propose that applicants should provide a declaration of any relevant offences that may affect their application for a licence and to have obtained a basic DBS check certificate. Relevant offences are set out in the Act as any offence and uh, uh, involves violence that is of a sexual nature or relates to sexual material images that consists of tattooing a child under the age of 18, it relates to health and safety at work, consists of failure to comply with the requirement for, of a scheme for licensing or otherwise permitting or regulating the performance of an activity which a special procedure licence um, is required. Like I've been saying for how long? Two years. Is there anything you've seen in there which was really fucking... Other than the stuff that I've picked up on, I think that retail should be restricted. Uh, I think it's it's really bad news for guest spots and conventions uh, because I, I think if they implement it in this form, I think it's going to be uh, unnecessarily restrictive for those businesses. Uh, I think it's a in, in a lot of respects it's a good step forward. It's definitely got the customers. I'd like to see it m- much more industry focused. I don't think in reality any customer will, will even go and bother checking a, a register. They'll just walk in a tattoo shop and get a tattoo the same as they always have done. I don't think any of it will change. If people are going to cut corners to the level that obviously people have been cutting corners in Wales in the past, I don't think this will change it. I don't think training them is the problem. I don't think a lack of understanding is actually the problem. I I, I just think it's a a lack of care. Yeah. If you are the kind of person who doesn't care, you can go on training until you're 
blue in the face. You know, I mean, like how many people have been on speed awareness courses? You were talking about speeding earlier. How many people have been on speed awareness courses more than one time? Clearly, they don't work. Yeah. I mean, I think you know, as ever with a lot of that stuff, if you look really far into it, I think you know. On the surface, it looks like a load of good moves. Uh, in truth, it's just a government looking after a government and not really worrying about the industry. And I think that the industry should look after itself and moving forward. Yeah, the industry should, should look after itself, but the industry can't look after itself. Exactly, I agree. The industry doesn't look after 15 itself. Years, it 15 years, 15 years, mate. 15 fucking years to stop the infants from 15 years and nothing's 15 changed. Not far off, right? To summarise. No, like, let me finish. He's going to go on and on and on and on. No, let me finish this one bit. Like, not far off, I would into the lengths. I'm sorry about this, guys. This is just like the longest thing ever. If you think about it, though, right? The length of pretty much our careers in tattooing, right? Is the length of this fucking show. <laughs> That's how long they've known about the ink band. That's how long <laughs> they've known that this ink band is happening. And they still couldn't do fucking anything about it. Like, doing. Are you finished? I, I don't know. Are you finished? Have you got anything more to say? The only thing I've got less to say is um, I hope you made it through this and that you haven't nodded off. You'll have had time to uh, to cook your entire Sunday dinner by now. Um, I'm sorry about that, but, you know, it's been two years of, uh, of Chris building up to this epic five-part episode that's been serialised over the last month because it's been cut up so, <laughs> into so many pieces, I think. This will probably be the first of five outros that I've got to do for, for Chris's uh, explanation of all this. Um, I actually think I nodded off about two hours into that. Uh, maybe, so if maybe. you're still with us... Thank you so oh, much so for hanging out. This, this took minutes. longer to get to than the last episode of Lost. It's just absolutely ridiculous. But never mind. Uh, there's some good stuff in there. There's some stuff I there's don't agree stuff, with. There's some good stuff, bad stuff. Uh, I don't think the government uh, should really get involved, but they have got involved and that's just the way it is and we've got to do the best we can. Uh, so with that, I hope this um, has shown you what can happen if governments regulate us instead of we regulate us and I hope that that has made you think maybe we should get involved with regulating ourselves and building an alternative tattoo industry uh, and uh, messaging Paul. I would love to see that happen. And so with that, we've been your Purple Andy Preachers. This has been the, That Tattoo Show. I have, of course, been Paul and I'm still here. And I'm Chris and I'm always fucking and with that, tell the lawyer, tell the judge, tell the priest, tell the Welsh government we'll be here every Sunday with a tattoo chat for you. Take care, guys. We'll see you next week. Hang on. Uh, before we go, I just would like to say thank you very much to our sponsors for sponsoring. I'll get the last word in there. You forgot. You, Paul forgot. Oh, I didn't forget. I was going to say goodbye and I'm like, Paul's going to mention the sponsors now. Paul's going to mention the sponsors now. Paul's going to... Okay. So thank you to the sponsors for sponsoring our show. Thank you, guys. Uh, Electrum, Total Tattoo and Raw. Uh, we won't be able to do this show without anyone or other people who sponsor us and shit like that so yeah thank you uh, we appreciate it and um, I don't know that's all we have to say see you soon take care